Welcome back, your listeners, to episode six of, or oh, seven actually, of the Slower Report. Uh, thank you very much for returning, everyone, and sorry for the delayed life getting the way, but I am back to bring you all the action of the Superliga Americana Rugby going on down in South America. As always, my name is Victor Omar Perez Sanchez from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, living in the beautiful city of New York. And yes, we are now going to be covering the latter part of the season, specifically uh, all the games are now uh, being played down in El Estadio Charrua in Montevideo, Uruguay. So with that said, let's get right to it. First with round six. So we had the following fixtures. So first we had Cobra's Brazil 15, the Brazilian side against the home side at this in this instance now, or for now on actually, until uh, the playoffs come around, uh, of Peñarol Rugby from Uruguay. So in this match, we had a, a score of 40 points to three. Uh, as I have said in several instances before, uh, Cobras unfortunately is more than likely, and uh, no, actually, no more than likely is, uh, because the numbers don't lie. The the, the least threatening team uh, in the in of the of the league uh, as of now. Uh, Cafeteros obviously with this in, new infusion of Argentinian players are not not definitely not in the same level as uh, as they were back in 2021 definitely 2021 excuse me when Cobras was definitely the better side of the two but even so uh, that um that Cafetero team that had mostly Colombian players it was able to scare Cobras from time to time but again with this new injection of uh, Argentinian players again it's not even close And just going over the scoring, we have really, uh, really cool tries, two of them, uh, from Manuel Ardao, uh, from Peñarol. Then we also have the scoring from uh, Felipe Echeverri, uh, Carlos Deus, Nicolas Roger, and a penalty try at minute 66. We had four uh, conversions of five by Echeverri. Uh, from Cobras, we only had one penalty kick, and that was from... Um, Santa Marina, the Argentinian player, and we had actually two yellow cards to both our best uh, uh, siblings at 67 and 65. Uh, well, Peñarol, as, as, I have, uh, as you have noticed in, in past episodes, is definitely the informed team of the competition alongside Jaguares, which is actually picking up, and I'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, which is great, obviously, now that they're at home. And, of course, uh, a good show for uh, for the, the fans. Uh, get to see their Uruguayan team uh, coming up strong, especially with the World Cup uh, looming sometime next year. And, of course, even before them, the, the July Internationals. Uh, and Uruguay has uh, quite um, the schedule coming up um, with, a, again, with a... a They're going to have a tour of Japan uh, sometime in June and then returning to play uh, at home. Uh, uh, Scotland who's going to be visiting Argentina as well as a, a two match series against Romania. So again, look, things are definitely looking uh, look good for this um, uh, Uruguayan team. And the players are definitely, at least it definitely looks that they're enjoying their time uh, playing at home. Uh, the Brazilian team, again, uh, For whatever reason, things are not really clicking with them. Again, I'm not sure. Already, uh, it's been seven uh, against uh, seven rounds, and they only have one point to their name. So, again, and of course, we'll talk about round seven in just a bit. Uh, after that, we had um, Segnum uh, Rugby, the team from Chile against Olympia Lions, 
from Parway. In this case, Segnum had a really nice score with them, 41 to 19. Um, and I'm sure something that Segnum was definitely looking uh, looking for after the loss they had uh, in round one, uh, that ended 22 to 20, literally losing by two points. But Segnum definitely put their foot down and, and showed Olympia that they definitely came uh, to play. In this instance, we had uh, from Segnum, we had tries by Dusselant, Matias Titus, who's by the way is going to be um, going to uh, Europe. I'm blanking now on the on the and the team that he's going to be uh, going to, but he's going to be he's going to um, France. Um, we had tries by uh, Domingo Saavedra, uh, Vittorio uh, Lastra, and Nicolas Garifulic, one of the uh, Garifulic brothers of Croatian descent. Uh, we got four conversions from four from Francisco Uroz. And one from Sucarino, the Argentinian kid. That's I'm sorry, the Uruguayan kid. Excuse me, that's playing Segnam. Um, and from um, from there, we got two penalties from three from Uros as well. In regards to Olympia, we had one try by Ignacio Chauspe and Mariano Garcete, who's um, a Paraguayan, Chauspe being Argentinian, and also by uh, Toff, uh, which I prefer to also Argentinian. Uh, from there on, and also Tafa had ended up getting a yellow card. Uh, two conversions from three from um, Diego Walter, and one penalty that was missed. So in this particular match, uh, Signum uh, definitely uh, came to play. They rebounded and and had a halftime uh, deficit that they had, and they didn't look back. That uh, the game was fourteen ten at halftime. And all of a sudden, when, like I said, to 41 to 19, where Olympia only scored one try and Segnum, well, <laughs> scored way, way more in comparison. Agustin Tough, that was his name. So, uh, uh, let me, and actually seeing, um, uh, talk about Matias, because like I said, I don't know he was going to um, France. Um, so he's going to a team called uh, Perigo, I believe it's pronounced, um, that play a two year contract, by the way, 2000, uh, from 2020 to 2023 and 2023 to 2024 seasons. Um, the team, I believe, is in Federal One, if I'm not mistaken, which is, the, is currently the fourth division now after the creation of the Nacional, which is a league just below Pro D2. Uh, and again, kudos to, uh, to him again for the signing. I wish him all, wishing him all, of course, all the best. But in any case, uh, going back, uh, going back to this match, um, there was also a disallowed try. Actually, I believe um, by the two, uh, there were uh, again the one that was scored and one that was disallowed after consultation with the television match official. So it is uh, since uh, let me see. I believe this that was since round. Was around well, well, round one, no, not so much, but since round three, when they beat um Hawaii, Segnum has been on it. On a, I mean, I can't say it was it's, it's no longer a winning streak, but they're being on, again on a, on a good run, of course, except for that um 31 to 3 um loss they had to Peñarol, which was I mean disastrous. I still can't believe they lost that badly uh, the, the, the round prior, but they definitely bounced back to show that again that they were no joke. Uh, and Olympia, uh, again, with same infusion of Argentinian players, uh, unfortunately, it wasn't enough for them to hold on to victory this time. And then finally, we had um, Hawaii's 15 against Cafeteros Pro. And in this instance, uh, Cafeteros had a really good showing, again, when they ended up uh, being 33 to 22. 
uh, we got uh, with Juarez on round one, but round six was different. They ended up with a 26 to 19, which was still close. Of course, 26 19 is definitely not a bad score to scoff at, especially for a team like Cafeteros that had a rough, uh, again, the, the past season. But again, with this injection of Argentinian players, this has been really good uh, for them. Uh, so, in regards to scoring, we had for uh, Jaguares, uh, tries by Ruiz, Bogado, two from Bogado, and one from Tomás Cubilla, two yellow cards from uh, two uh, Bersting, or Bersting, or is supposed to be pronouncing it, and uh, Bildo Sola, and with three conversions out of three, I'm sorry, out of four from Santiago Mari. In regards to uh, Cafeteros Pro, uh, we had tries uh, from Eliseo Morales and Diver Ceballos, uh, which, which has been the informed Argentinian player. Uh, definitely, um, if I'm not mistaken, he has played every game that has been he has been available, as opposed to a lot of his compatriots that unfortunately are not as, as lucky. So I'm, again, really happy for Diver that at least he's getting a lot of game time and I'm sure a lot of um, experience with this Argentinian players that he's playing with. So uh, two conversions from two uh, for uh, Morales, um, one penalty that was missed, and actually one drop goal uh, f- uh, from uh, this guy, um, Julian Hernandez. I believe this might be the first drop goal of the competition, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong, but uh, but uh, last time, I believe that's what it was. So in any case, in this match, we, en- uh, 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 we ended up, by the way, uh, let me see. Oh, yes, there was a point... Uh, in time, because there were two yellow cards that were given to Gafreteros, one uh, to Hernandez at 33, another one by Gonzalez at 35, and they were playing 15-13 for that period of time. But all in all, again, they actually hauled out well. And it's actually, uh, there was, excuse me, that was the, the one try from Ruiz, and again, and then one from uh, Bogado, and that was it. So the two tries that were scored a- against them, uh, but again, uh, we're able to sort of hold them and again uh, bring that that match to to make a little uh, just to make it a, a little nicer looking by the twenty six to nineteen um, scoring specifically. Okay, so again, that was uh, for round six. Now for round seven, uh, which was uh, a, a lot better, of course, we ended up having Segnum against Cobras, which ended up with a score of thirty seven to eight. Uh, Cobras, uh, of, uh, as I said before, since are, have not been very big competition to any of the teams. Uh, again, this was a good match for Segnam to obviously again catch waves. And just to go over the scoring, we got scores by uh, for Segnam for Silva, Ignacio Silva, uh, Zucarino again, the Hawaiian kid. Um, really, one really cool try uh, from um, Molina. Uh, it was um, it was a kick ahead. The, the ball was just about to go out of bounds. One of the players, I, I'm blanking on the name who it was, um, jumped, pushed the ball back. Molina grabbed it and scored. So that was actually a really good save. Uh, we also had a nice drive from Clemente Armstrong and one last one by Delgado. So we had two conversions from four from Francisco Rose and two penalties uh, of his as well. From Cobras, we only had one try uh, from Roberto, uh, Roberto Tenorio, I believe is his name. Uh, and then one penalty uh, kick that went through for Lucas Spago, uh, the, the young uh, fly half, definitely one of my favorite Brazilian players currently. And one yellow card to Claudio. That's another thing too. Uh, and, and as I mentioned uh, at the end of episode five, when I was going to the rundown, 
again of um, of the half of the league is the fact that Cobras one of the, the major problems is discipline. So lots of yellow cards, lots of penalties, and of course the team for again not really clicking uh, yet. So again, has been a big a big problem for them. And I'm just waiting for the day that Cobras is actually going to be good, and I hope it's good. I hope it's soon. Definitely not going to be the season, but again, I do hope that they the jump uh, to it and and soon, like I said before. So, uh, so that was that one. Then after that, uh, we ended up having the Cafeteros against Peñarol match, which ended at a 51 to 28 score. Uh, Peñarol ending the the match again with 51 points to 28 against uh, Cafeteros. So this one, uh, no, of course, being another home uh, again home um, uh, win. It was again, quite good for him, uh, for Peñarol. So we had tries uh, by Favaro, uh, Peculo, um, Chiveta, Ardao, Arcos Perez, Inciarte, and Pujadas, Tien Pujadas. Uh, in this instance, uh, we got four commissions from four for Felipe Echeverri uh, and uh, th- uh, three minutes by Favaro, Federico Favaro, and one penalty kick f- uh, from Felipe Echeverri. Now for Cafeteros, we ended up having tries from Yutiche, uh, uh, Hea, Wenger uh, uh, and Felipe Lavanini that I mentioned a couple of times, the brother of Tomas Lavanini, again, both of them being second rows, very tall guys. Um, two, uh, no, four commissions from four for Morales, uh, one miss penalty and a yellow card for Forcade. Cofeteros, uh, by the way, another team that suffers from uh, ill discipline from time to time, but of course not as bad as, as Cobras, so at least they, they can say that much. So in this one, uh, again, even though, again, 28 points is 28 points, so kudos to Cafeteros, but of course, um, Peñarol came definitely to play, and there was a point in time, by the way, when the uh, Colum- uh, the Colombian side was actually ahead by 14-7, to 7. Uh, but then after that, of course, that evaporated quite quickly, and by halftime, it was 36-14, to 14. and of course, we ended up with the 51 points. So, uh, Peñarol, the, like I said, uh, definitely gearing up to uh, again to what's coming up for again the the July well the June slash July window since again like, like I said they're going to have that um trip to, uh, again to to Japan and uh, so again it's, it's really good to, to see the, the national team players for from Los Teros uh, looking good for Peñarol and of course these young guys uh, like Echeverry uh, at fly half uh, are definitely making a, an, an impact. Uh, the one that I definitely want to see is uh, Zoom uh, playing for that um, the national team is Sucarino. Again, the kid that's with second Again, playing also at, at fly half. Um, that's a position that um, that Uruguay is lacking in, in numbers. Uh, of course, we had um, for the longest time. Uh, you got um, uh, this gentleman. Um, ah, now I'm looking on this this guy's name that's in, in France. Uh, uh, and, and it was pretty much him, just in that position again of uh, of fly half. Uh, and I think it was uh, I want to say it was a Chevrolet that was his um the, the understudy that would confirm him. Or just uh, I believe Nicolas Freitas from time to time would, uh, would which by the way is now in, in France as well and playing really well. He actually scored a really cool try for Van a couple of weeks ago. Um, Felipe Berkesi, that's his name. So and, and mind you, Berkesi one of my favorite players. Um, but um. Uh, Again, has a, has been the only really big um, uh, Uruguayan player in that fly half position. So I'm really happy again, uh, really happy again to see Echeverri coming up on top and doing these things like that. So we got that. 
Uh, then moving uh, from from that, and of course talking about uh, cafeteros, um, and actually looking at the list of, of players. Uh, this is actually I'm looking over and uh, looking over here. Because uh, I, I mentioned that they were Ceballos has been playing quite a lot of games. Actually, in this one he didn't start, uh, which might have been the first one uh, for a while uh, for the uh, for again for the Colombian player. Uh, but you had uh, Marcos uh, Amorisa, I believe. Uh, I want to say Amorisa. No, uh, at least I want to say Amorisa is a uh, Colombian, but I'm not completely. Oh no, I'm sorry, not him. Is a uh, Alain Altaona. That's the one that, that's um, Colombian, and he hasn't played that much at at, at wing because he plays. Uh, he was playing eleven for this particular match. But again, I'm just really happy to see some of the Argentinian guys. Actually, I'm sorry, some of the Colombian guys actually playing for for the. Colombian team, him, and of course we got Carlos Angulo uh, at, at, uh, again a prop uh, as well. Him and Brian Guzman, now that I remember. So, uh, oh, and Johan Rodriguez, uh, sorry, Johan Ortiz, excuse me. So, and those were replacement players, but at least again contributing to the team. So, really happy to see that. Okay, so then moving on, uh, we had uh, the last one, which was about a team against Olympia Lions. Uh, this one ended with a good. 21 to 41 to 21 um, victory again for the Hawares team. So in this instance, uh, we have of course Hawares, which is bouncing back and getting of course on those upper levels in the um, in the table. And just to go over the the, the tries. So first of all, we had three tries um, by um, by this, uh, by this guy Ignacio Mendy, uh, the the sevens player. Um, that's been really good again uh, uh, playing with this um Hawares team. So three tries for him. I mean it's five fifty eight and sixty six, so not too shabby. Then we got one try by Manuel Bogado. That has been quite good also for Hawares in scoring. Uh, Ruiz uh, Pedemonte at the end, and then we had four uh, conversions from six for uh, Jeronimo Pichantelli. Uh, one penalty kick from him as well, and uh, actually Ignacio Mendy also got a yellow card. So hey, all in all, he did he did all and also got a yellow card for it. Now for Olympia, we got um, tries from from Quinteros, um, Nicholas Hogg, and and Diaz at minute seventy. So for Walter, with Diego Walter scored three conversions from three and two yellow cards from Walter and Quinteros. Uh, with that, and just going over the table, so we have um, Peñarol uh, still in first place with twenty nine points. Um, then after that, we have Hawares with twenty six, Segna with twenty four, Olympia with fourteen. Uh, Cafeteros with 11 and Cobras with one point still. And who knows when things are going to change or they ever going to change. Keep in mind that there are only three more weeks left, or two minute weeks, but rounds left of competition. And actually, round eight is going to be this upcoming uh, Wednesday, actually, May 4th. After that, we're going to have a uh, round nine that's going to be played on the, the 9th. That's going to be the message of four. Five, six, seven, eight. it's going to be on Monday. Yeah, Monday, actually. Yes, Monday the knife. And then after that, round f- 10 is going to be on the 15. So that will be the 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So that will be, so from Monday to Sunday, the guys are going to be playing again on that same week. And of course, the, 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 this upcoming Wednesday coming up. Uh, and, and then after that, the uh, semis on the 21st and then the 28th, the final. So now that we're in May, again, we're definitely coming up to the end of things quite quickly. So round eight is going to be a uh, Cobras against uh, Cafeteros, which is going to be Cobras last chance to actually, you know, do something. But of course, uh, I'm sure Cafeteros is going to beat them probably by a lot if they don't watch themselves. Um, Cobras, that is. 
Um, then we have Segnam against Jaguares, uh, and I'm sure that Segnam is looking to again to sh uh, shock them again. But of course, Jaguares, I'm sure, is is looking to bounce back and definitely uh, again uh, plant their flag and, and show that they they are definitely not losing faith. And then lastly, uh, Peñarol against Olimpia, so which should be a, a good match. And last time, actually, uh, both teams uh, saw each other. And just to actually quickly check what it was, it was actually 15 to 13 when Olimpia beat them. So I'm sure Peñarol playing at home are definitely not going to be the same beast. Okay, everyone. So with that said, we have come to the end of this episode again. A seven, of um, again of the slot report. Thank you very much again for tuning in again, and I'm sorry for the delay. Again, life I got in the way, uh, and I don't know if it's going to happen again. But if it does, I'm definitely going to keep you uh, posted uh, right right here as this episode is coming on. Uh, again, if it does happen, obviously then uh, we'll do the the whole possibly uh, coming back in the following week or in two weeks at max. But again, since the league is going to be ending soon. Hopefully things should be coming uh, should be coming up quite well. So again, thank you for tuning in, and remember that you could watch uh, the Slar uh, directly on YouTube at the Slar TV uh, channel. Again, if you don't mind the Spanish commentary, uh, um, and then again, I mean, if you are if you're hearing this, I'm pretty sure you're not going to mind Spanish commentary. But again, if you want to see at least a little bit of the matches, eh, again, Slar TV on YouTube. Again, it's a channel to, to go. Unfortunately, no one is uploading, uh, again, full matches this season for whatever reason. Uh, well, then again, actually, no. The reason is um, Star Plus, which is um, Disney Plus in Latin America, pretty much. But again, you still have matches that are, are, are going through ESPN. But for whatever reason, the, the individuals from last year are not doing it this year. Right? That's what it is. But in any case, everyone, you have a nice day. Thank you again for tuning in. And next time, we'll be talking about round eight and maybe nine for things. Again, go back as the word for me.